The Escape the Matrix Health Show covers the world of exercise, nutrition, and supplementation, fact-finding, myth-busting, the latest clinical studies, fun facts, and news you can use are covered by your host, Dave Sherwin, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com. Welcome your host, Dave. Welcome to episode 20 with the snazzy title of A Touch of Superhuman, Nailing the Right Carb, Protein, and Fat Ratio. And I do not think that that's a hypey title because from my own life experience, I have found that I feel superhuman. I feel at my best when I get this right about my nutrition. And so I want you to pay close uh, attention to this episode because I realize a lot of the health information out there that's really popular and has a lot of sizzle to it is is often you know stuff that sounds more sexy or cool than talking about proteins, carbs, and fats. But in my own life experience, and in many of our clients' lives' experience, when they start to be mindful and pay attention to the very basics of nutrition, the quality and quantity of the carbs, proteins, and fats that they eat, it can have one of the biggest differences in improving their health that they've ever had. So ask yourself this question. If you had counted your macros every day in a program like MyFitnessPal or something, and you were to have a look at how much of your, your uh, diet was balanced and how well it was balanced between carbs, proteins, and fats, how well do you think that looks for you right now? And if you have never done so and entered all of your intake into an app for a week or so, you may be shocked to find out just how bad your guess may be. I certainly was when I did it, and I do it periodically for that very reason, because sometimes we feel like we're doing better than we are. But but uh, still, try to guess, you know, what is your current ratio of carbs, proteins, fats? Do you think about when you're putting a plate together, how much carbs, proteins, and fats you're getting? Most people don't. For the most part, We live in a carb-addicted society of poor-quality carbs. Many people, when they're hungry, would go to the pantry before they would go to the fridge and get something out of a box that is generally high on carbs, low on protein, and if it has fat, it's a low-quality fat. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you could make some really dramatic, measurable improvements in your well-being, your weight management, your general health, your, your activity and energy level. All of those things can be can be drastically increased through getting this simple principle right. And yet most people hardly ever think about it. And so for me, this principle was introduced to me in a book I've mentioned before, Bill Phillips' book, Body for Life, which I highly recommend. It's one of the best health books ever written. I was introduced to it in the mid-90s, and it made a drastic difference in my life. He taught the simple principle of getting a good ratio of carbs, proteins, and fats with every meal. And that's the first time I ever learned about it. I probably didn't do that great of a job of it. But by doing his exercise program and working on the the principle of balancing carbs, protein, and fat, I felt like a million bucks. I mean, 90 days, I, I literally looked different. People were commenting. People were saying, wow, you, you look good. Um, guys at the gym, hey, you look bigger. I, I, I was losing fat, putting on uh, muscle, and looked and felt terrific. And the exercise program, I think, was part of it. But I think the nutritional part of it mattered even more. As a matter of fact, I'm sure all of you have heard by now that 80% 
of 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 health is nutrition and 20% is uh, our fitness and exercise regimens. So we have prepared some content on this. It's long form. There's a really great infographic for those of you who love Pinteresting things. And uh, it's on our blog at Escape the Matrix. And it's called A Touch of Superhuman, Nailing the, the Right Carb, Protein, and Fat Ratio. It's an excellent article. I highly recommend it. And I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this episode going into great detail or science on it because all of that is there on that article. I want to right now go over the highlights and the most actionable items and the the easiest, fastest ways that you could take advantage of this principle of getting your balance right. Now, the first question is, what is the right balance? Because there is quite a bit of debate about that. And I'm not here to say that there's a magic number that will work for everybody because there's not. You have to know yourself. You have to know your own body. If you were to ask Sinead Irwin, who has a master's degree in uh, holistic nutrition and is on an upcoming episode, uh, she was going to be talking about the ketogenic lifestyle, where the vast majority of her, majority of, of her energy comes from protein and fat, and she absolutely loves it, and she is extremely healthy. Uh, she's a, a fitness uh, expert that trains other people on how to be at their best, and she has overcome health problems through coming up with her own ratio, which tends to be very low on carbs and much higher on protein and fat. And that works really well for her. Make sure you watch for that episode coming up. I believe it's episode 22. But anyways, it's one or two episodes away. For other people, they don't do as well on something like that and, and need more good, healthy carbs. For other, so, so some people work really well on fat for fuel. And uh, others work better on carbs. And almost nobody gets enough or the right forms of protein. So it's something that you need to experiment with, but one of the really uh, good, um, you know, general rules of thumb is this. If with every meal you tried your best to get healthy carbs about the size of your closed fist, healthy protein about the size of your palm, and healthy fat about the size of your thumb, you would be doing really well. This is why we add coconut oil to our ultimate green smoothie, because most green smoothies don't have any fat. And, and that's the entire reason why we put it in there is to add about a thumb size of fat to breakfast. So you see how that works? Uh, you take something that might be a common breakfast and you simply think through, what is this made of? How much is, it, uh, how much is carbs? How much is protein? How much is fat? Back to the green smoothie, I know plenty of people that start off their day with a green smoothie full of vegetables, tons of micronutrients, and they're thinking to themselves, this is so healthy, uh, I'm going to be so uh, healthy, feel so good, have so much energy from this. And and yet, in, in reality, it would probably be way improved if they added some protein and some fat. It's all carbs. So the the basic premise of this is to start by being mindful. And simply asking yourself the question, as you put together each meal throughout the day, identify what part of it is carbs, what part of it is protein, what part of it is fat, and are you getting the right ratios? And I will promise you, I don't care who you are, if all you did was change your habits so that you were getting carbs the size of your fist, protein the size of your palm, and healthy fats the size of your thumb with every meal, you do that for a month or two or three and 
Come back, and if you you tell me that you haven't have had significant improvements in your health, I'd be absolutely shocked if that's all you did. You can experiment more with it. We have a graphic on the blog from bodybuilding.com where they have three different ratios for higher carb bodybuilders, moderate carb maintenance uh, for maintenance, and lower carb for fat loss uh, for bodybuilders. And again, things like that matter when you put together this ratio. How active are you? What's your age? Your gender? Getting some some uh, advice from a health, uh, fitness pro where you can tell them all of your specific conditions and situations and how much you exercise and all those things and having someone help put this together for you is a great idea. I know at my gym, they have a nutritional expert and it doesn't cost a dime to meet with her and go over your routine and uh, your situation and she will help you put together a plan that includes a balance of carbs, protein, fat. That may be true at your gym or in your local area. So look for professional resources, some of which are absolutely free, and people that can help you uh, to do this. Again, if you go to the blog, blog blog.escapethematrix.com, and find this article on carbs, proteins, and fats, there's all kinds of great information uh, there as well. A couple more things that I want to point out to you on this subject. Both carbs and proteins contain about four calories per gram, whereas fats contain nine calories per gram. This is where fats probably got their bad reputation and why we started removing fats from a lot of foods back in the 80s and 90s, which was a really stupid thing to do. Uh, But that's uh, what the so-called experts uh, at high-ranking positions in our government think is a really uh, great idea, and we still have fat-free foods uh, to this day, and it makes absolutely no sense. It hasn't helped, at least in the United States. We have probably as unhealthy a society as we've ever had, and so uh, all of these pyramids and food groups and things that have been put out over the years seem to have exacerbated problems and not provided any solutions. If people would simply eat more food from farms and and exercise more, uh, we wouldn't need any of those things. If you simply did what I'm saying and tried to eat healthy carbs, proteins, and fats with every meal from good quality sources, uh, which is usually, usually your fridge and not from a box, it can make a major difference. A couple other points on carbs, proteins, fats. Carbs break down into sugars. Proteins break down into amino acids, which are kind of the building blocks of our, our muscles. Fats break down to both fatty acids and glycerol. And the reason why this is important to point out is because, like I said, most people, we live in a, in a carb-addicted society where people are just getting tons of sugars. And if you compare the United States in blood sugar-related diseases like diabetes, we're off the charts uh, compared to healthier societies like Japan, Russia, Greece, just to name a handful. And so being carb-addicted is probably one of the biggest problems here that we're trying to fight. For most people, to get their ratios right, they're going to cut down on carbs, they're deficient on protein, and their fats are unhealthy. And so with fats, when you eat unhealthy fats and they have twice as many calories per gram, that also becomes a weight loss uh, problem. Another thing about the, the carbs and this is difficult for people to wrap their, their heads around. Carbs are carbs. Whether it's candy or an apple or a carrot, those are all carbs 
Don't get me wrong, I'm not encouraging eating candy instead of an apple or a carrot. But what I'm saying is, if you're getting all of your carb, uh, carbs, um, whether from, from fruit or, or vegetables, all of that turns into sugar. This is a concept a lot of people don't understand. The candy is you know, condensed, calorie-dense food. And um, so, you know, you're getting no micronutrients or macronutrients. You're just getting uh, a bump in sugar. And uh, hey, I like a treat as much as anyone else. And I'm not saying you can never eat those things. I try to uh, keep it, I just try to keep it down. That's all. I I find that if I uh, am exercising regularly and generally eating balanced meals, as I'm describing, I can have a treat two, three times a week. It's not going to hurt anything. But the key is to understand that all of those things are carbs. And one of the best things you could possibly do is take a nap like MyFitnessPal and enter everything you eat for a week. For, for many people, I've had many people do this. For many people, it changes their life, literally. I know the first time I did it, I was absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe how much salt I was consuming at the time. I couldn't believe how low I was on protein and how much of an effort it took for me to get enough protein. And I was also surprised at just how many of the wrong kind of carbs I was eating. And this is at a time when I was in really good shape. I was doing triathlon at that time, which I did for about eight years. That was my health regimen uh, for those eight years. And I was quite healthy. I was swimming, biking, and running, and I was at my ideal body weight. And from the outside, everything probably looked just fine. But on the inside, I was just kind of getting away with it because I was training so much. I really wasn't eating a long-term sustainable diet that will keep me healthy and disease-free throughout the rest of my life. And so that's one of the things I recommend. If you're really interested in doing this right, get an app. It doesn't matter. There's tons of them. I've used MyFitnessPal, so that's why I mention it. But it doesn't matter which one you use. If you've already got one, use it. And just enter what you eat for just a few days, and that will really help you to get this whole thing uh, in line. Avoid simple carbs like table sugar, sodas, corn syrup, and that, that's a really bad one, uh, candies, cook, uh, cakes and cookies and beer, and other alcohol. And one of the things you can do is when you do cheat, uh, condition yourself to cheat small. You know, my wife and I have shared dessert for years. If we go out on a Friday night and we, we want a dessert, we'll pick one that we both would enjoy. And uh, years ago, we started sharing them rather than having one each. And it not only saves you a little money, but it's, it's a fun thing to do as a couple. And uh, it's kind of fun for us to pick one out and choose uh, from the dessert menu and indulge a little bit. And it's surprising as we've eaten less treats how even sometimes we, we, we don't even finish a whole dessert that we're sharing. And if you can work on things like that, just take a few less treats at the party Eat slowly and mindfully, like in another episode that we, we've talked about here on the Escape the Matrix show. That includes with your treats. If you're going to cheat, enjoy it. Eat it slowly and just a little bit. Take half as much as you normally would and take just as long to eat it. And you'll be shocked at how much you really do enjoy it. On proteins, as I said, they, they break down into amino acids, which are the building blocks of our, our, our body. And a couple thoughts on protein. Try to get from good source, get protein from good sources like eggs and, and fish and uh, meats, uh, sparingly from, from red meats, as we all know. 
and also sparingly from protein powders. I'm a big fan of protein powder, but I try not to have more than one serving a day. And in my opinion, uh, that's perfectly legitimate. I found it's hard to get enough protein if I don't use protein powders uh, on a daily basis. But I also don't want to let protein powder become a crutch so that I'm just adding a protein shake to a meal where I really ought to be having, say, a, a can of sardines or something like that. That's another little trick that I do, by the way. My family hates it because they kind of stink up the house. Uh, and right now, some of you I know are gagging, thinking, geez, I don't want to eat sardines. But you know what? There's, there's boxes of what's called wild planet sardines on Amazon, quite inexpensive, naturally harvested, very healthy. Um, so try to find that or something like that. And the beautiful thing about that, I keep them here in my office, for example, and I always have a serving of protein handy if I haven't brought something. Today, I, I brought uh, some leftover chicken uh, and some uh, mashed potatoes. So that's my carbs and uh, protein. And then I have some beets as a vegetable, and that's uh, my lunch. But if I forgot to bring a lunch, for example, I've always got cans of sardines in the fridge that are good, healthy sources of protein. I'm sorry, not in the fridge, just in the, in the cupboard. They're canned. Anyways, it's ideas like that that make getting enough protein easier. So try to do it, for, you know, in my opinion, not more than one protein shake uh, per day. Another rule of thumb on protein, and I've heard this said by many health experts, I think it's a good rule of thumb, is to get about as many grams as you weigh, especially if you're active. If you're not active, chances are you don't need that much. But if you weigh 150 pounds and you have 150 grams of protein, in my opinion, you can't go wrong. Another thing about getting enough protein is it keeps you satiated. You eat and you feel full all the way to the next meal. When you have a high-carb lunch or breakfast or dinner, for that matter, you often feel hungry later. And one of the worst things, I don't know about you, one of the worst things that can happen to me is to get hungry at 8 o'clock at night. That's when I'm at my worst. I'm tired. My decision-making is not like it is in the morning. It seems, for me anyway, it's really easy to be healthy till about 4 o'clock. I don't know what it's like for you. But I can eat a healthy breakfast, healthy lunch, healthy snacks, no problem. But if I get hungry at 8 o'clock, the temptation to go into the pantry and just grab something from a factory instead of good healthy food from a farm is really, really high. So if I've eaten a good balanced meal, including protein with my dinner, I'm much more likely to be full and not get those cravings later in the evening. Another huge fat loss uh, tip, I think, because many people when they get hungry, do the same thing I'm describing, go and snack on carbs, and now they're just packing on a few pounds as they, as they sleep. In my humble, but I think correct opinion. On fats, we tend to eat a whole lot more unhealthy fats than healthy fats in this country. Adding some coconut oil to your pantry and learning a variety of ways of using it is a wonderful thing. Uh, it's very inexpensive at places like Costco or Sam's Club. And, and you could buy a big tub of it and, it, and there's all kinds of uses. This morning, I had hot chocolate for breakfast. Now, that may sound like I'm totally cheating and a complete hypocrite, but let me tell you what was in my hot chocolate. The chocolate fl flavor came from chocolate protein powder. The fat came from a thumb size of coconut oil. And then I also added some uh, collagen and 
some cinnamon and and I, I boiled some hot water. I I put mix it all together. I took a little bit of almond butter, put it in there, mix it up, and it's delicious. And and it kept me full till noon uh, because of the protein and the fats. It keeps you full. So there's just another little example of how even with breakfast, you can get healthy protein and, and fats, and that'll keep you going throughout the day. So again, in this episode, you know, I could go on for hours and don't want to do that. I want to keep it kind of short. So I think you probably understand uh, the difference between unhealthy fats and healthy fats. Uh, you, you want to get polyunsaturated fats that are found in foods like fish and salmon, uh, especially salmon, um, oil, nuts, and seeds. You want to avoid monounsaturated fats, although you do need some. They, they come from walnuts, cashews, almonds, avocados, and olive oil. So monounsaturated and polyunsaturated are the good stuff. Saturated is bad for you, and trans fats just shouldn't even exist uh, they are something that's actually been outlawed in some states. I believe that you can't cook food in New York in trans fats. And if I'm wrong about that, someone can correct me, but I believe I heard that on the news. And of course, the news would never lie to us. And so it's probably true. And uh, On creating meals with each macronutrient, I am going to refer you to the blog. There's some ideas there for breakfast, lunches, and dinners. And again, of all the people listening to this podcast, and I know there's probably at least three of you because I hope my own family is listening, but if any of you outside of my family actually listen to this podcast, we're all so different, right? We all had different tastes. I know some of you probably wanted to gag when I mentioned sardines. That's fine. You can make your own list, and that's the key. Make your own list of proteins, fats, and carbs that work for you. And one last tip, and this is a big one. I love Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Body, and his principle about variety. He says variety, and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but variety is kind of under, uh, overrated, sorry. Variety is kind of overrated in nutrition. And when you start getting healthy carbs, fats, and proteins with every meal, right there you have the most important variety, which is the variety between the macronutrients. If you're doing it from healthy sources, you're getting your carbs from vegetables and fruits. And so you're getting your micronutrients as well. If you then go ahead and you pick three breakfasts, three lunches, and three dinners that have these correct balances for you and that taste delicious, I'm telling you, you can run down the track of health for years and years and years. You may not believe me, but I've done this for a very long time. I've eaten the same three breakfasts for probably the last five years. I hardly ever deviate unless I'm traveling. I have three lunches that I love. My wife cooks dinner, uh, and so I eat whatever she makes me, and so that's where I get some variety as well. She's a good cook, and we end up with uh, a lot of variety from that. But if you were to just identify three breakfasts, three lunches, three dinners, and make sure you had the ingredients for those meals— in your house at all times, you'd always be able to mix up something that you really, really enjoy. It'd always be ready for you. And you would then not be just mindlessly headed to the pantry and eating out of a box something that's high in bad carbs, bad fat, and no protein, which is what a lot of people are snacking on. So hopefully this was helpful to you. I promise you, if you were to implement this one simple habit into your life, 
I bet if weight loss is, is something you're trying to do, I bet you'd lose weight. I bet in 90 days, if you commit to this strategy, you'll feel like a million bucks. Superhuman. That's the word that we're using here. And that's how it worked for me. And I think it's going to work the same way for you, especially if you are one of those carb addicted people that has been, has not been getting enough protein and has been eating the wrong kinds of fat. Now, a couple things as I wrap up here is first of all, I'm going to put my book formula seven, seven simple principles for phenomenal health on our website and give it away for free. It sells for $7 on Amazon. But for those of you listening to the podcast, I'd love for you to just have it because I see so much confusing and difficult health information out there. And those simple seven principles that I cover in my book seven, uh, that I cover in my book formula seven are powerful, easy, inexpensive things that anybody can do. And I want you to have the book. So just go there and click on uh, at escapethematrix.com, click on resources and just grab that. It's a hundred pages, not very long, easy to read. And I really think if you'll just follow those seven principles that you can see huge improvements in your health. The next thing that I want to talk about is we would love to have you follow us on social media. We have an Instagram account at Escape the Matrix. We have uh, Facebook.com slash Escape the Matrix. We have Twitter.com slash Escape the Matrix. And if you want to talk to us or ask a question or even potentially be a guest on this podcast, if you're a health expert with some form of expertise, I'd love, to, I'm always looking for new guests. And uh, just send a, an email to support at Escape the Matrix. Dot com. And that's for anything. If we can answer any question, help you with anything, we would love to do that. And lastly, I would love for you to leave a review of this show on iTunes. That really helps out the show. I hope you're enjoying it. And if you would go back and tell people that you are and leave a honest review, that would be so much appreciated. Maybe I just I should uh, offer this as a trade, you know, you get my book for free, but you got to leave me a review, but I'm not going to do that. I want you to have the book, but I also hope you're feeling like you're getting value here from the podcast. And if so, please leave a review on iTunes that will help the show so much. And until next time, and we, by the way, got some really, really great episodes coming up. Another interview with Ken Marsh, who is phenomenal. Uh, Sinead Irwin, as I mentioned, and wait till you hear Sinead Irwin. Like I say, she has a master's degree in holistic nutrition. She really knows her stuff. And then we've got an episode coming up on the grid diet with the grid diet folks. I think that will be also just fascinating. And some of you that will really help you uh, achieve your goals. So pay attention to upcoming episodes, leave that review on iTunes. And until next time, this is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Escape the Matrix show with your host, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com, Dave Sherwin. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EscapeTheMatrix.com on Facebook and Twitter at Escape the Matrix. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Escape the Matrix health show with Dave Sherwin. <laughs>